Hello there, and you're very welcome to another episode of the Arkham Avengers FFPL podcast. You join me, the host, along with Eamon, Hector, and Captain Fantastic on me, where we take a look to see how the managers in this league are getting on for the season. However, we'll also be talking about much more. So kick back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Welcome, listeners, to a special edition of the Arkham Avengers fantasy premier league podcast we've got something different in store for you as we take a break from the usual game week analysis due to the international break today of course i'm joined by our esteemed panel eamon hector the one and only captain fantastical mick lads how's everyone doing well i have to say it's all good with me and i've been soaking up the lovely sunshine we've had recently enjoying a few vinos over the few days talking to friends, reminiscing about the good times and times gone by and people who were in our lives and who have left us there. Not not getting too melody about that there. Life is good, as they would say here. And I'm looking forward to this week's episode. If I don't say so myself, I think it's going to be a cracker. Good to hear, Eamon. Good to hear. And Hector, Mick, all good with you guys. I have to say, I maybe not so as good as the Eamon B. I... I have overdone uh, a bit on the sun over the weekend, got a little burnt and I have blistered on my foot. I sat outside for a while and then I fell asleep and got too much sun. I I have to say that I'm in good form and thanks very much for having me back on the show again. I watched some of the rugby and a little bit of the football and I'm a little bit busy with bits and pieces there for radio shows. As I said, a couple of people ringing me up, asking me for my input. Um, After all in all, everything's good with me. Hector, can I just point out that I did mention last week about putting on the sunscreen, didn't I? Were you, were you not listening to me? I mean, apart from my applying it to you myself, personally, I, I don't know what more I can do. You did, Mick. You did. I I, I listened more carefully. I, As I say, I was outside and then I just happened to fall asleep and I fell asleep in the sun. But what I do, Mick, is when the show's over... I will ask you what is the best uh, cream for the sun that you would say to me. That's okay. No bother. We're no bother. There's no excuse for it, lack. But no worries, Hector. I mean, we all live and learn. You've got burned once. Hopefully you won't get burned a second time. Now, before we dive into our show, Mick, can I turn to you for a moment? I happen to hear that during the week, some people on the street were stopping you and were asking, was there a possibility that you might be stepping back in? To the role to manage Ireland, given the recent struggles that Stephen Kenny is having. Is there any truth in this? Well, I have to say, I was stopped a couple of times, all right. And I have to say, it's flattering that people have that level of confidence in me. But in all fairness, I have other things on my plate at the moment. I'm doing other little bits and pieces there. I think Stephen Kenny has tried to instill an air of passing and pressing and attacking football at times. The results have not gone his way, and there's been injuries that have not been kind to him either. I don't think it's my place to be commenting any further on who's stepping into the role. As far as I'm concerned, Stephen's still the manager. End of. Eamon, you have something to add there? I have indeed. I think there's one other thing that we're overlooking here, and John, my friend, would be an advocate of this, and this is that Stephen Kenny has been hard done but he's not getting a rub of the green insofar that Lady Luck hasn't been in his corner. When we look at the stats, to date he has managed Ireland for 36 matches and out of those 36 he's won 10, he's drawn 10 and he's lost 16. 
those statistics don't make for great reading, especially if you compare it. I'll take you, Mick. You managed Ireland for 78 matches with 34 wins, 23 draws, and 21 losses. Now, granted, Mick, the quality of the players you had at the time are probably different from the quality that Stephen has. And that's a luxury that Stephen doesn't have at the moment. I think the bigger problem here will be for the FAI in that if they're looking to move Stephen out and bring somebody else in, that person will have to work with and deal with the same cohort of players that Stephen has there. Will they be able to do anything different? That's quite debatable. I don't really know. I think the FAI should stick with Stephen. The players and the fans should stick with him. He's well liked. He is down to earth. He's trying to do a job. And I think we should stick with him and we should ride out this patch. Things will turn a corner. And I think we have faith. We stick with it. I mean, who are we going to bring in? Who, who are they going to work with? Stephen knows these players. He's trying to get the best out of them. Evan Ferguson got an injury. We could have done with him. We could do with him. We could do with a lot of other players there. And we need players coming up from the grassroots who are applying their trade internationally. Maybe not just solely in England, but internationally. Let's get them abroad into European clubs if possible. Get them experienced in that. Thank you for that, Eamon. And, and fair enough, Mick, it sounds like you're going to stick with us here on the podcast for now. And that's refreshing to know. OK, moving on to this week's main event. We have an interview with one of our very own managers. It's none other than the manager of Arkham Avengers. Before we listen to the interview, Eamon, it's fair to say I think you enjoyed catching up with this manager. Any opportunity I get to interview the spoofer is always most welcome. We here in the panel and our listeners, we get to hear what he has to say. And when we listen to him, I think it sheds a little bit of light into the intellect and the mind of the spoofer. What's going on here with this guy? We see his actions during the game weeks, we talk about it, we analyze it, and now we're going to get an insight. We've had him on the show before, he came across quite well, there's no issues, and I think you're going to enjoy this. Okay, well, we better not delay any further and we may as well listen to what you and the spoofer had to chat about. Okay, roll it there. Here's the interview. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing one of our managers from the Arkham Avengers Fantasy Football League. One you may have heard me go on about from time to time. Today, I'm talking to the manager of Arkham Avengers. Can I welcome you, Spoofer? And I hope you don't mind that I'm calling you that. Not at all, Eamon. I've been called worse. It's uh, nice to have this chance to sit and chat with you. Certainly always have plenty to say when you're on the show and I look forward to hearing what you're going to be saying today. Well, I think if you have something to say, then my advice is always say it. And when you have nothing of value to say, it's best to keep your mouth shut. Is That's an old saying that, that I've heard years ago and, and I think it's one I live by. Can I take this opportunity, firstly, to congratulate you on your third place finish last year? It was quite an achievement considering that you spent 16 weeks out of the top five. And I must admit, I didn't see it coming that you would finish in third. And I tip my hat to you. Well, thank you, Eamon. Coming from you, I consider this to be a true compliment. I know there were some who thought that I wouldn't be able to finish in the top three, but I never gave up. I kept the belief in myself that I could do something rather special here with this. Uh, let's take a look at the last season. You played your first wild card in game week three, and as a result of that, 
you managed to get into first place by the time you came to game week six. However, this didn't last too long because you were unable to hold top spot. And by game week 16, you were down in ninth position. You did rally and you got yourself into fourth, which you held on to for a total of 14 weeks before clinching third place in the very last game week match. I also note during the 2022-23 season, you made 63 transfers in total and you lost 84 points. Can I ask, do you think it was worth it to make all of those transfers and to lose those points when you consider you just about made it into third place? Sometimes you have to make changes to stay competitive. I stand by my decisions. I made transfers to try and improve my team, to try and maintain being within touching distance of some of the managers ahead of me, but also to try and keep ahead of some of those managers who are trying to overtake me. I feel losing the points was worth it. I did get a third position, and maybe if I didn't make those transfers and lose those points that you're talking about, I could have possibly ended the season further down the table. In other words, you're saying you advocate transferring and losing points. You're a great believer in that. Each manager has to make their own decisions. Some managers might not agree with losing points, while others see it as a chance to build. You're making your transfers to try and get players or players in who you hope get the points and make a difference. You mentioned you wanted to maintain being in touching distance with those managers ahead of you. Now, Kenta Keeper finished some 124 points ahead of you, while Tayega finished 113 points ahead of you also. But forgive me for saying, but you could hardly call that keeping within touching distance now, would you? Oh, that's true, Eamon, but my job, though, as a manager is to work at keeping up with those guys ahead of me, who are especially in the top three. Sometimes that gap between the points you have and the points that they have is greater than you'd like. What it comes down to, though, is persevering, doing the work, and hopefully you get a little bit of that look. I think you were talking about it as the rub of the green, as you would say. Okay, we hear you talking about doing some work. Some might say that you don't seem to have a clear strategy. It's a case of the spoofer is a bit hit and miss at times, maybe missing for quite a lot of the time. I'd have to disagree with that, Eamon. Uh, please do enlighten me. Show me what I've been missing here. Can I say, firstly, there's always method to my madness. Can I just say, I'm glad that you said that and not me. Please, uh, do carry on. You will agree, I'm an active manager, Eamon. I mean, I'm making the changes week in, week out. You'd agree, wouldn't you? Uh, yes, I'll accept. Yes, you are, you are active. I won't argue with you there. If each manager were making the same changes, having the same players... Wouldn't you think it would be a tad bit boring? I make changes. I have to look at who I think is going to benefit my team. Sometimes you get lucky with a player and a transfer pays off. Other times it's a bust. The best laid out strategies can be tossed out on their head if you have a key player who's injured or suspended. We'll take Harry Kane, for example. How many managers at the start of this season are still factoring him into their team only for him then to go and transfer over to Germany and he's gone. There's a manager who has to now rethink all their strategy. I take it that you're going somewhere with this. My strategy is to try and get players in or get me sufficient points. That's it. There's nothing special about this, Eamon. We spoke about the number of transfers that I 
making well there you go i make transfers if you're looking for a strategy for a game plan aiming how i play the game is how i play it right okay i think uh, somewhere in all of what you're saying i've managed to get lost but i think we'll continue here um can we talk about this season once again you've played your white card early in game week three now can you explain to our listeners and myself why would you do that the team i initially selected it just didn't seem to be clicking I thought it looked like a, a good team, but it didn't actually work. And there's a danger that if you allow a situation to continue, where players are not only getting you the one or the two points, you're going to find yourself adrift of the pack. I decided that I didn't want to fall too far behind the top five, and I had to take some action. Playing the wild card allowed me to bring in players who should get points. And I think that when you... Look at the last game week. Those players did the work for me. I'm 48 points behind first place after all. I think to use your words, Eamon, you felt I'm like Rocky. Knocked down and to all intents and purposes out for the count. But that transfer, that wild card, has got me back up and in the game again. Yes, well, thank you. You don't need to remind me about Rocky and uh, what I was uh, referring to in the previous shows there. Can I ask, who do you see as a threat to your chances of actually getting into the top 10 at the moment and the top five, if possible, if you could get to the top five. Are you concerned about managers have finally got there or what a beauty 99, Anil Town, Raglan Road, what about Tobogger, for example, there's Lafayette Lions, AFC Tunali, Blightham Squad. All of these managers are vying to get into those positions there. And some of those managers are currently ahead of you and could prove difficult to get by. Yeah, man, this league is competitive and every manager can be a threat on their day. But I'm keeping a close eye on them all. Some manager might have a slip up and I hope then that I'm in a position to take advantage of that. While I'm here, I'd like to take this opportunity to wish all the very best to each of the managers in the Arkham Avengers FFPL. There's some great managers in here and... You have some new managers also. And, uh, they're on a learning curve and I welcome them. I feel it enriches the league and I'm certainly very proud to be part of it. All right, last question, Spoofer. What should managers be looking out for, in your opinion? Well, I think flexibility is the key. You keep an eye on the player form and the fixtures that are coming up. Look to try and maximize your transfers. I know this is not always possible, um, but you just have to try. And I think one of the important things for each manager is this is fun it's a game you need to approach it like that everyone can't be a winner but we should enjoy the journey throughout the season and enjoy those particular game weeks when you might be the player or the manager who's got the most points yeah well said Spoofer I will agree with you there uh, you seek a lot of honesty it is a game and we should always remember this and not get too tied up in it can I ask you just one last thing though of course yeah, man, that's okay You've been a manager since the 2007-2008 season. Shouldn't we be seeing more from you? you? You've been around for a while. You should have the experience. Why are we not seeing you challenge for the top spot more often? Uh, this game is about timing, Eamon, and uh, I have my methods, and who knows what this season will bring. Uh, you've seen yourself firsthand last year. My season was in ruins, but I finished third. I think we'll see how things pan out this year. Okay. And, and finally, sorry, just one more question here. 
Borok Orgerman. Where do you see yourself finishing this year? Considering in game week one, you were in seventh position. In game week two, you dropped down to 12th. In game week three, had you staying in 12th, there was no move. And in game week four, you managed to get move up one place to 11th. So where do you see yourself finishing? Top 10? Could you make the top five? I've got a long season, Eamon, and uh, I plan to make my move at the right time, Sean. You'll have to wait and see. I can tell you that uh, certainly myself and uh, the other members of the panel will be watching you very closely and looking at your tactics and your transfers. May I just say thank you for joining me today. It's a pleasure to talk with you, to put the questions to you and to hear what you have to say in response to them there. Um, as you know, I may be critical of you uh, some of the time, but it's honest criticism at the end of the day. Well, thanks very much, Eamon, for having me on the show here. And uh, yes, you you are a critic. I think you're a critic most of the time, not some of the time. But uh, I'd like to wish you and the panel all the very best for the season ahead. That's a great podcast. Great to hear the banter between you guys. And Hector's shout-outs are always entertaining, especially if he has some new location that he's uh, trying to pronounce. Uh, it's always nice to see Captain Mick back. I'm looking forward to hearing some more of Eamon Tackles. Yes, well, I'll be tackling topics on and off over the coming months. And uh, well, let's hope that I don't have to tackle you about this. Um, listen, again, thank you for your time and uh, take care. Well, thank you, Eamon. Thanks very much. Bye. Now, lads, there you go. I thought, Eamon, that you might have gone a little bit harder on the spoofer. I think you held back, did you? No, I didn't hold back on anything there. I, I used, um, you know, a balanced approach when coming to the interview because, like, after all, I, I don't want the interviewee to get up halfway through and storm off on the interview. Nobody wants that there. No, I think, though, that the spoofer had an understanding of where I was coming from. He knew that I was being objective. I was being professional. Um, I was, a, you know, being a journalist. There was uh, nothing in there, no hand grenades that I was throwing in there to catch him out there. I think it was a nice interview, I have to say. I, I like his approach. I thought it was very, very nice. Well, for me, I have to say he in the good books with me because he said Hector's hello, so thumbs up to this boofer. And speaking of Hector's hello, I think we move over to you now. Hector, do you want to take it away? Uh, thank you, yes. Um, <clears throat> my piece of paper. Hello, listeners, and you're very welcome to another Hector's hellos. Today, I'd like to give a big shout-out to all our listeners in Frankfurt on Main in Germany. Our listeners in France, Poland, we have now listeners in Belgium, Norway. Hello to all our listeners tuning in over in Spain and Italy. And our listeners down in South Africa, over in India, Japan, Australia. And then we go to Argentina. We go up to Brazil to our listeners there. And I want to give a shout out to my mom. Uh, I hope that uh, all is good with her and that she got the, the dress uh, there is a wedding in our family. Unfortunately, I will not be able to go to it. And uh, she had to get a new outfit uh, for this year. And I hope that she got it there. I, sorry, I actually just can't believe that you're waffling about a wedding that your mother is going to. I'm not waffling. I'm just saying to Mama, I hope she got the wedding dress. The dress for the wedding. My mother is not getting married. I know she's not getting married. And I think everybody else knows that she's not getting married. You're supposed to be doing Hector's hellos. I am doing it. You're interrupting me, Eamon. Hector, will you just carry on there and just wrap this up, please? Okay. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, our listeners in Chile, Paraguay. Then we have our lovely listeners in Mexico. 
Hello to you all. I hope to all very well. Then we move across the border to Los Angeles and to San Francisco, Washington, Boston, Florida, New York. We have our listeners in the Azores and Iceland. Then we move over to Glasgow, Newcastle. We have listeners in Birmingham, Bradford, Liverpool, Chester, Cardiff, London, and Cornwall. And then we come to Ireland, finally, where I say a big hello to everyone listening to us, especially in Dublin, Kerry, Wexford, Carlo, Tipperary, Limerick, Longford, our listeners in Cavan, Donegal, Sligo, Galway, Monaghan, and Mayo. Thanks to everybody for listening. And, you know, you want to get in touch with the Hector and uh, maybe hear me call out a request for you. Maybe you want me to read out a special request for someone, maybe someone's birthday, I don't know. Or maybe you just want me to say hello to somebody. Then why don't you send an email into me? Send it to the following address. Arkham Avengers, FFPL at gmail.com. And I will look after things. Leave it with Hector. He will look after it. That's it. Ciao. From Hector's Laws. Thank you for that, Hector. And thank you, Eamon, for your input as well. Well, I had to say something. I mean, this was just starting to go on. I mean, the dress for the wedding. Now, look, Eamon, Eamon, Eamon. We're wrapping up the show. Thank you to the panel for being here today. The fantasy football season, of course, restarts on Saturday, the 16th of September, and it kicks off with Wolves taking on Liverpool. So that'll be an interesting match. We'll be back, of course, to see how rested our managers are after the international break. And we also have the recitation man who's coming back and he's going to have a few words for us on the topic of snooker, no less. I'm looking forward to this. I think this is going to be really entertaining and people are going to like it. Well, that sounds really interesting. I mean, I can't wait to hear about that. Is he coming into the show? And I'm sure that Hector is going to be really pleased to be hearing that the recitation man is back again there. I, t- I thought that might have been gone, dead and finished and gone, but it looks like he's he's back here. Uh, you say he's coming into the, the studio here. He's coming back. You know, remember, uh, he, he, I, I was not here the last time. No, no, no. He's not coming into the studio. He's he's actually phoning in the uh, recording to us. So he's, he's not coming into the studio. You don't have to worry about missing him, Hector. That That's quite all right there. Okay, so we've got that to look forward to as well as the review of our managers. Okay, it's about time to wrap up this week's show. To you, our listeners, thank you for joining us, for following us. And remember, do tell your family and friends about our little show. I hope you'll have a few enjoyable days ahead and that we're everywhere in the world. Everything is going good with you and that you're well. And all that remains for me to say is good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Stay well, stay safe, find yourselves We'll be back. Sloan.